Hey guys, Anastasia here. You're listening to our podcast, Screws and Stilettos. We're about to blow your house down and then rebuild it. Listen in for tips and tricks on how us ladies are renovating homes and all the drama that comes along with it. Every episode will feature a new female in trade. So listen in. Catch you later. Okay, so uh, thank you so much, uh, Carly, for being our guest of honor today. We're happy to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, of course. Excellent. I see you're already in your gear, so that you must be on a job site now. Is that right? Um, no, I have just literally finished work just now, so that's why I'm still in my work clothes. Oh, wow. <laughs> what time is it there? It's uh, five past six. Oh, not bad. Not so bad. So what, um, what was your inspiration and why did you get into the field of plumbing? Um, I've been, I've been doing plumbing since I was about 15 with my dad. Wow. So my dad is, uh, he's been doing it for a long time. Um, I, he's always done it. That's all I've ever known my dad to do is be a plumber and a gas fitter. And, um, I just used to do jobs with him when I was younger at the weekends and he taught me how to solder and pipe bend and cool. so like at the age of 15 I could solder and uh, and bend pipes and do stuff like that so yeah it's my dad really that's got me into it. <laughs> wow what an incredible skill to have. I know I'm, I'm so pleased that I actually went into this I, I just I love my job so you know I am pleased that he got me into it. Awesome. Um, so when you, so what was your steps of your process? What did you, did you start a business right away? Did you work for somebody else for a while? How did you, um, take the transition from turning this into a career? So when I left school, uh, I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a plumber and a gas engineer. And, um, that was all I wanted to do. And at the time, my dad was contracting for a big company in um, in Manchester in, in England, like mm-hmm. a big city. And they were looking for apprentices at the time, this company were. And of course, with me being female, I ticked a huge box for them. Right. <laughs> they wanted me, really, because I was a female. Um, so I was 16, just turning 17, and I'd been out of school not even a month. Um and they took me on basically. Oh, wow. And so I worked with my dad and I worked with other guys as well. Um, there was no other women around, you know, at that time. We're yeah. Talking like 14, 14, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they got me on. I started going to college. Um, and basically, I worked for them for about four years got a lot of experience under my belt um, doing all kinds of different plumbing and you know heating and boilers and all that kind of stuff and then we wanted to get a little bit more local because we were traveling for work so me and my dad started um, contracting for another company close to home and that's when I went self-employed them oh cool I was classed as a, like a contractor kind of thing. Oh, great. Awesome. And we did a lot of central heating work for that company. That's amazing. Um, and I worked for them for a long time. Um, probably about another four years. Um, 
Shall I carry on? <laughs> it's quite a long story. Yeah, no, that's okay. Like we'll we'll go in and out of of discussions, and we'll uh, we can cut stuff out, and um, we'll make it uh, we'll shorten it up if we have to. But um, but yeah, I'm just generally interested in hearing your story too. It's whatever you want to share with us. It's up to you. No pressure. Yeah, after after about four or five years working for this other company, I found out I was pregnant. Aww. And that was a big thing because I knew that I was going to struggle in the job that I'm doing and being pregnant at the of same course. time. Of course, yeah, so and physical. I yeah, I wasn't that well prepared really for it. Um, right. I carried on working. I carried on fitting central heating systems up until I was about 20 weeks pregnant which was hard work and then I um, I went for a job interview for uh, a different role it was lighter work and it was basically doing servicing servicing boilers and um, like designing systems for other engineers to come in and actually do the work so it was lighter work right uh, and they knew that I was pregnant as well um, and they they were brilliant they really looked after me um, and they took me on and I worked up until I was about 36 weeks pregnant doing that. So I was wow. servicing boilers with a bump. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Not only, yeah. are you, not only are you a plumber, but a female plumber, but also pregnant at the same time. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, really was, cool. Quite, um, quite an experience. It was, it was hard work. It really was because I was traveling around a lot at that time as well. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, and I was like, I got to 36 weeks, and I was like, no, I'm so tired. I can't do this anymore. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, so so then I had um, I had my baby. I had, uh, I had quite a traumatic time, actually, when my son was born, but that's fine now. Um, eight weeks after he was born, I went straight back to work full time. Oh, my gosh. Because I was self-employed. And yeah. I was only contracting. I was so skinned. Like, I had yeah. no help whatsoever. And I just had to get back out working. Yeah. So he was eight weeks old. Um, my mum retired so that I could go back to work. Aww. And she had my baby for me. Um, it's amazing. So, yeah, she helped me out. Um, and I just got straight back into work. And then I started working for my dad because he <laughs> built up his own company. Oh, great. Um, in the time of me being pregnant and having the baby and everything else, he built up his up completely his own all his own work, and he was really busy. So that's awesome. I went straight back to work for him into installs and everything, and that was like four years ago now. Wow. Well, good for you. That takes that takes a lot of uh, it's so much work, and it it definitely um, takes a lot of strength and. Uh, I can't think of the word now, but um, I always say I'm getting I'm getting early onset uh, dementia because of this job and how stressful it is. But um, yeah, I think we all feel like that sometimes. There's so many things going on in our heads. Like, I know. It's like how how do we remember all of this stuff? I I still don't understand. It's no, crazy. So, what are some of the other obstacles that you faced as a woman in the trades industry? Well, sexism being a big one. Yeah. Uh, as I'm, as I'm sure you've come across it yourself as well. Definitely. Uh, Any particular not, stories? 
Yeah. Um, well, one of the worst ones actually was when I was pregnant. Um, I went into check a boiler and I had to condemn it. It was not safe. Um, so in England we have uh, like classifications for an unsafe situation, mm-hmm. and the situation that I found was immediately dangerous. So I had to act on it. I had to cap the boiler off. I needed to make it safe. Wow. And these people did not want me to do it whatsoever. They were not happy. And so I told them the options, um, you know, either you let me cap it off or I will have to call the gas board and they will cap it off outside at your meter. Wow. Um, and they basically, like, threw me out of the house. Um, I got a lot of abuse. Um, you were supposed to be coming here to help me, and now you're telling us that we can't have the boiler on. And I was like, well, you've got children in the house, and it, the boiler is working unsafe, and I obviously have a duty of care to look after your, you and your family. Definitely. And I have to do thing, but they were quite abusive, actually. Um so anyway, I got myself out of there, yep. and um, I called the gas board. That's happened on quite a lot of occasions, actually. Do you think that um, if you were a man, it would be handled differently? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because, you know, they were just like, you know, how do you even know what you're doing? You're too young to be know what you're doing, and, you know, I yeah. was like, well, actually, I've been in this industry for like 10 years now, and I actually do know what I'm doing, and... At the time, it was 10 years. Um, but, yeah, also, like, when I've been out shopping for tools and stuff. Yeah. And I'm on my own, and I'm in my regular clothes, and I've got, like, a handbag with me or whatever. Um, some guy said to me, I was looking at some screwdrivers, and some guy said to me, don't hurt yourself. Uh, you know, just be careful. Do you know what you're looking for? Um and I just, I couldn't help myself. I, I just got my gas safe card out of my purse. And I showed it to them. And I said, are you sure you don't need some help, love? <laughs> Actually, you know, I do know what I'm looking for. And if yes. you need some help, just let me know. Oh, my God. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, it, was a, it was a good moment. I loved it, to be honest. It feels so good when you when you put people in their place sometimes, when they're putting you down. Yeah, and they were like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. We didn't, we didn't know, we didn't know. And I was like, well, why would you even say that in the first place? Like, you know, they were just so, um, they made that look like they were trying to help me, but they weren't. They were just being idiots, basically. Yeah, for sure. We get it all the time, too. So... Are you, do you find like you will get, what's your clientele like? Do you find like you get hired mostly by men or women? Anyone in particular or? I, I don't actually advertise myself as a female plumber. Right. Because I'm a plumber and that's the end of it. Like, you know, I want to just be seen the same as any other plumber. Yeah. Um, so most of our customers are returning customers like they use us a lot right um and they they know me like most of the people around this area because most of our work's local everybody pretty much knows me so they hire us on the basis that they know i know what i'm doing it's not so much because i'm a female right 
Mm. It's because I've built up a good reputation um, and I do a good job, really. So if I go out of town, it's a different story. You know, if it's... um, if people like see me at a merchant, a plumber's merchant out of town, yeah, and they don't know me, then I get like, I get a lot of looks and I've got a lot of questions and stuff like that. But oh yeah, everybody yeah. kind of knows me around here now because I'm the only female plumber as well. So I suppose people do hire me because I am a female as well, really. But without you know, advertising it that way, yeah, without, yeah, I don't really advertise it that way now. Yeah, it's funny because. Um, it's interesting to see people's approaches and how different companies um, put themselves out there. And in Toronto, it's such a competitive world. And um, having a unique platform really helps people get their names out there. I mean, there's, you know, a thousand and one people named O&B Construction or, you know, X and Y Renovators. So it's nice to have something that stands out. And it's interesting in in maybe um, like in an area where you live, how uh, things are advertised or how things can change, and it doesn't really matter, like whether you're female or male or trans or 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 whatever uh, whatever uh, you are. It's funny how different cities have different things, right? Like or require yeah. different things or are advertised in different ways. Um, Toronto is, it's so insane here. Like there's thousands of different contractors and it's really difficult for people to kind of select somebody because of all of the controversy surrounding different aspects of, of names and renovations. And there's so many like liars and fakes and people who just want to make a quick buck, you know, they'll do something completely incorrectly just so they can get in and out of the job and make however many hundreds or thousands of dollars, right? Yeah, we see that. I mean, in all trades, I think we all, everybody sees that, don't they? People that just go in and do a bodge job and... Yeah. And then the professionals like us have to come in and sort it out. It's totally true. Whether they're a male or a woman, you always see some really crappy jobs, right? Oh, I'm sure in your industry too, you've... Plumbing, I find, is like... um, Some of the connections people do, I, I, I have to wonder if they were if they were sober at the time that they did it <laughs> or sane. <laughs> well, it's mostly, my field is mostly, although I am a plumber, it's mostly um, boilers and things for me. Right. Uh, and it's quite scary. Some of the things you come across that are unsafe. Yeah. Um, you know, gas escapes and flues being installed incorrectly. Yeah. Yep. Like that's scary. Some of the things you see are really scary. I know. Yeah. So tell us, okay. So we're, we have a couple of questions that we're dying to know the answers to. So you were dubbed the UK's sexiest plumber. <laughs> tell us about it. Oh, she's covering her face. So this is a funny story. Um, I was working, I've been working on a large hotel this year with my dad. Okay. Um, I'm doing the bathrooms, uh, you know, the heating and things like that, and it's new owners, and their their daughter is a journalist. So she saw me at work with no makeup on, dirty, stinking, hair all over the place, (laughs) Um, and then they had an open night when we finished the hotel, like, they've got a bar, like a really nice bar, 
and they, they had an open night and I went in in my normal clothes which I always wear heels when I'm not at work and yeah. I had my hat on I had my makeup done and she was like oh my god are you the same person and I was like yeah it's me hi Carly <laughs> and, um, and she was like I cannot believe the transformation like from work to like to now yeah um and then she was like I would love to do a story, like, about the life of a female plumber. Oh, cool. And, like, how, like, it's a transition from, like, being at work to, like, being at home and everything else, and because you're quite girly, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, So, we did it, and I didn't think it was going to go as big as what it did, and I I didn't know right up until just before we did the interview that it was actually going to be... Um, headlined as the UK sexiest plumber because that's not what I, I did not want that angle at all. Like, oh man, I, I'm a professional and I, I'm, I don't care about I don't care what anybody looks like. It's not about that at yeah. all. Like, I just want to be respected for being good at my job, and that's it. Right, not for the way you look or the way you carry yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of, I kind of, in the end, I felt like I was like pushed into it a little bit like I didn't know it was going to go massive into all the newspapers oh um, my god it's funny how it came out because it was a bank holiday Monday in England at the time and I was in a loft fixing a boiler and the next the next thing I know my phone was just going mad and I was like what's going on and I checked my phone and everyone was like Carly you're in the newspapers you're all over Facebook you're all over um like all these trades trade pages and like oh it just went huge and to be honest I did have a bit of a backlash from it people were ripping the shit out of me oh yeah like yeah like what tell us what was happening because some of the pictures that the newspaper took of me was of me and my work clothes but I had like my hair down and like I had makeup on and that and it People were saying, oh, oh that's health and safety. Like, why, why would you go to work looking like that? You're going to get your hair stuck in a drill. And I was like, obviously, I'm not at work on these pictures. I don't, that's not what I look like when I go to work. Like, I'm, so what if it is anyway? Who cares, like, what I look like when I go to work? It's not your business as long as I can do my job. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I got ripped to, sh- to shit on it, to be honest. Yeah, I hear, I, honestly, I hear you, like, when I was first going through and getting the business started, I had um, I had this, believe it or not, group of women on Facebook, a group of mothers in the upper beaches. Like here we, we're kind of like, um, we have separations in Toronto. Like we have Toronto, Scarborough. And then there's things like upper beaches where it's like closer to the lake and stuff like that. And um, anyways, this group of like moms attacked me saying that my... I'm false advertising because I have, uh, there's men running the company and it's actually all men, but it's not true. There's 12 women. I'm the only owner and, um, they were ripping me to shit. As you said, like women are worse. Honestly. Oh, they are worse. They are worse. I don't understand. We're supposed to like empower each other and help build us up and, you know, create these pathways for younger children and show them the way to not disrespect people, even even if it was a man or a woman or whatever. It's like, 
somebody is trying to create a living for themselves and for their family, how could you possibly discredit that? Like you too, you're out there doing your thing. Like, you know what I mean? I it's. Don't, I don't know. I just think um, I, I, that's why that's what I'm really loving about social media at the moment because you kind of when you, you feel like you're on your own. Like I felt like I've been on my own for years in these struggles and everything else, and then you see all these other women on social media, and you're like, yes, there's more of us. Like, yeah. Unite. Yeah, like we all support each other and I just love it. And a lot of the men as well, they're really supportive as well. Like yeah. maybe not ten years ago, like it was a bit more unheard of, but Yeah. You know. Exactly. And some guys are just like, Oh, this is amazing. I'll have I'll have some guys even email me or call me and they're just like, This is awesome, like good for you, like this is so cool to see. But you know, I think the other people they're just haters and they don't want to see anybody you know, prosper, let alone, let alone a female or male, right? Um, so just before we go, you got to tell us about your slogan, glam and grit. What's that all about? <laughs> we love it. So basically, I don't mind getting my hands dirty, obviously, you know, you've got to get your hands dirty in this trade. Yeah. And I love to get stuck in. I really do. But I'm also... You know, I am quite glam as well. Like yeah. when I'm not working, when I'm not working, like I like to wear nice clothes. I like to have my hair done. I like to put some heels on. Like oh yeah, get it, girl. Who cares? Yeah, who says like you can't do one or the other, or you can't be both? Like no, it's true. So that's basically what it is. It's like glam and grit at the same time. That's awesome. So, I love that. And a lot of our staff is like that too. They'll. They'll come here, they'll work, they'll work all day. And, and a couple of times I've, I've gone out with them, like either I'll take them for a beer or whatever, just to, you know, a quick little thank you. And then I see them and I'm like, oh my God, like, you look so different. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> yeah, I stay pretty much the same. I'm like a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl and I'm the same way at work too. But um, yeah, it's so cool. And it's so, I'm so happy to have, have talked to you and, and hear some of your story. Oh, I'm just, I'm really, I feel like really humbled that you actually want to speak to me. Like it's, I, I love this. I just love all these women coming together and supporting each other. It's, it's so good. Me too. It's really, it's our time at the moment. It seems it to be happening more and more. I know. It's time for us to join forces and, and, you know, empower each other instead of put, putting each other down. Right. Like I'm, I'm all about women empowerment. I try to employ as many people as I can to keep the, uh, you know, the, the name and the face of our name and stuff. And we don't discriminate at all. And, and, you know, we have lots of people who have different identities and, or who identify differently. And, and we love that. We love the fact that we can open the doors to, to anyone to feel comfortable, whether they're trans or, um, pronoun, she pronouns, male pronouns, like, you know, we're open to, to everyone and, and we want that known. And I think, the name Fix It Females really opens those doors to the people who don't feel comfortable in the rest of the world. I'd so, love to wait for you guys. Oh my gosh. In a heartbeat, you would, we would have so much work for you, it wouldn't even be funny. I wish. If you ever want to change and come over to Toronto, you'll, you'll be our in-house plumber for sure. Oh, that'd be awesome. Well, I must admit, that is one of my goals. I've always, since I was an apprentice, I've always wanted to have a big firm 
with like not even just women, obviously men as well, but like I don't know, it's women just don't they don't even see it as a as it's something they can do. I know. And I don't know why. It's like when I was at school, nobody nobody ever said about being a plumber. It was always like, oh, are you going to be, you know, a hairdresser or, you know, an office worker or something like that? Yeah. It's and true. They, like, women don't even think that there's opportunity out there. And I think that's why, like, you know, originally, uh, I have so many interviews about Me Too previously and why I got into this and why I chose the name I chose. And the name I chose was so that I could open those doors for people to understand and realize, hey, this is possible. Like opening a company and having 16 employees as a female is possible. Whether it's in construction, uh, I don't know. Whether it's construction, it could be, you know, you're a lawyer, anything, yeah. you know. And it's like you, I'm. we're trying to pave the way for these for young females and and anyone alike, right? It's uh, it's a uh, shame nobody thinks they can do it. Having a, uh, sixteen people, that's that's good going. That's a lot of work and a lot of commitment, and you know, I just it's brilliant. Women can do whatever they want to do, and yeah. even if it's not plumbing, it's just you've just got to go for it. And who cares what anybody else says? That's what I think anyway. Exactly. Me too. Me too. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us today. We really appreciate you and we know how busy construction is. So thank you for taking the time out of your, your busy schedule to, uh, to spend it with us and congratulations on your son. Oh, thank you. No problem. Thank you for having me and taking the time out of your busy schedule as well. Our pleasure. Well, we're going to feature you on social media and hopefully you'll share the story and do the same and we'll combine forces one day and hopefully we can, we can have you here in Toronto and do a job for us. <laughs> that would be awesome. I've always, I've always wanted to go. Um, so I'm, I can share this on the, on my Instagram then, can I? Oh, go for it. Share it wherever you want. Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want. It's free to, for you to do whatever you'd like with it. Okay, cool. Um, we'll continue Brilliant. to follow you and support you, and uh, we look to, we look forward to seeing what you'll do in the future. Awesome. Okay, hon, you have a great night. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Well, that concludes our episode. Thank you so much for listening in. So screw on or screw off. We don't care what you do. We'll check you next time on Screws and Stilettos.